Hey girl, hey. 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 Here we go again. I do. Still have something yes, I do. Okay. So, <laughs> I usually start off as a slumber party so uh, after a couple <laughs> glasses of wine. <laughs> and then there becomes a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. 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 Wait a minute. What's this about? What? Uh, hey. I wasn't even surprised about that. I was like, wait, I was doing awesome. So when you see your girlfriends, that's how you greet your girlfriends. I'm all excited to see my girls. And y'all like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey girl, hey, hey girl. what's poppin'? What's up? Hey girl, what's that? Hey, y'all whack. Come on, Beth. Let me get a hey girl. Hey. Let me get a hey girl. Hey, Beth. Hey, Beth. Hey, hey girl. <laughs> Come on. Beth Pittinger is the executive director of the Citizens Police Review Board here in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm I'm happy to say that. She, I, I, we, bef- I, we became friends pretty much. Um, I reached out to her. She reached back and we kind of, you know, have conversations, you know, answering questions and getting feedback. Um, and I just, I appreciate you saying yes to the invite of being a part of our podcast. Uh, those of you who just listened in, just tuned in, I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. Who's up first? And I am the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. <laughs> yeah. I am your millennial chick, Jerry Tipton. Uh-huh. What's your name is, little girl? I am the guest OG millennial. <laughs> Uh-oh. Portia <laughs> Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we have the OG. Guest, the OG millennial. I called her <laughs> season millennial earlier. Season <laughs> millennial. And we, again, we have uh, Beth uh, Pittinger who's the executive director of the Citizens Police Review Board. Thank you again, Beth, for being a part of the show today. Thanks for inviting me. This is grand. So the second half will be all you, but you you are welcome to chime in on these hot topics because I'm sure you're going to have something to say about these because they're real ratchet. So, and I'm I'm sure you know what ratchet is. So first things first, um, I I heard uh, Megan the Stallion got shot. Not- a couple weeks ago. Did you know that, LaShawn? Did you know that? Uh, probably not. <laughs> oh, you did it! Oh, man. Do you know who Megan the Stallion is? Uh, no. <laughs> Beth, do you oh. know who Megan the Stallion is? No. Oh. Okay. Thank you, Beth. Let's leave You're it welcome. up to Let's gotcha. leave it up to our millennials to, to tell us what happened, who Megan the Stallion is, and what had happened. Jerry, Jerry, you start. Well, Megan the Stallion is a rapper from Texas. One of her big hits now is the Savage remix with Beyonce. Who Y'all know who Beyonce is, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. No. Right now is a Savage remix featuring Beyonce, who's also from Houston, Texas. Um, her and, well, Megan Thee Stallion and um, Tory Lanez uh, have been hanging out within the past few months. And to me, wait a minute, like wait friends. a minute. You got to say who Tory Lanez is. You can't, oh. they don't. <laughs> that is no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't know. You know who Tory Lanez is? Tory no, Lanez. it don't matter. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tory Lanez is a R&B singer. I just kind of got that. 
Okay. I just kind of got it. Corey Lane is also a singer. Um, up and coming, you know, he's been around for a few years as well. Uh, they've been hanging out as friends. You know, I thought they were just friends. And uh, there was a night where him, Megan, she and did too. were hanging out. <laughs> and uh, Megan Thee Stallion had got shot in both of her feet. And it was alleged that Tory Lane shot her. We don't know why. Um, we didn't hear his side of the story. Megan came out with a statement. She didn't really say who did it. She just said, you know, what happened and the effect it had on her. She was like really, really upset. And um, a lot of people, like celebrities, were mocking her. And it was more so, you know, people from the black community. And people were upset about that. Um, comments made by 50 cents uh drea went on a podcast and you know mocked it saying it's some her she was kind of like in some bobby whitney type of situation um chrissy teigen made a, a a comment and i feel like there's somebody else i can't remember see teigen's too old for that yeah, and like she's commenting on rap. I don't think that Christy Teigen was trying to. She had made a joke and she said it was a bad joke. And she yeah. it was a it was bad timing. Yeah, right, it was more so mad, bad yeah. timing. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily. It wasn't a joke that couldn't have passed. Like I mean, I would have said that joke now too. Like I was mm -hmm. about to say she got she got twerked to do. You just shot her on the foot. Mm -hmm. I was now I have to think about that, but. Oh, Jess yeah. Hilarious. That was the other one. And Jess Hilarious. Jess Hilarious. I didn't it. hear about Jess Hilarious either. Jess Hilarious mocked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so she was kind of like investigating. So yeah. the, here's here's where I'm at with it. She she gave this full, not a confession, but she kind of told her story on social media. It was pretty emotional. and yeah. But she did not rat Tory Lanez out. No, so we're still no. sticking to the code. This is somebody done shot you in the pinky toe. <laughs> they done shot much. you in the pinky toe. Mm, That's from much. Coming to America for those millennials. That wasn't was Coming to America. Night. That was hard That's of Night. Okay, I was just checking y'all. I was making sure y'all <laughs> knew what y'all up. Wrong Eddie movie. Anyway, Wait a minute. Anyway, it was still Eddie Murphy. Anyway, <laughs> so she still didn't say who shot her. I mean, no, you know well, why? You want to know why I think that she hasn't said anything? Because uh, I think we have to read between the lines with it because Tori hasn't made any posts in a mighty long time. He has he was arrested. Um, and I'm sure that his lawyers are advising him not to say anything or talk about it. Nobody is. Um, because she did say that this was unwarranted. She didn't do anything to anybody. And if she, even if she told him no, she didn't want to be bothered with him. She didn't deserve to get shot in her foot. Mm -hmm, right. I think she's not saying anything and everything is being alleged right now because it might be in litigation. It might be under investigation and stuff like that. And you know that they always advise celebrities not to speak on incidents of law and order and stuff president. like that. Sorry. Okay, I got something to say. Go ahead, Chatter Chick. Who raised them? <laughs> what? Are we talking about two people that are dating and someone shot somebody? Mm-hmm. And so she doesn't want to say anything about someone that shot her. Lo and behold, he can come back and kill her. Who raised her? Who raised his fat free self? Him? His fat free self is not coming back and shooting Megan. Did you just sure say his fat? We apologize for all those who are five foot three. Well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Five foot three, he had a gun. You don't. It doesn't matter how tall you are if you have a gun. 
So, so here's the thing. He's not, he's not coming I don't back. get it. I don't here's, get it. Here's the thing, And though. they weren't necessarily dating. That's not confirmed either. It was just alleged. But this this type of thing happens oh, every turn day. Turn my mic off. This yeah. type of thing happens every day where we have these couples who get into a fight or friends who get into a fight and one of them shoots the other. And although they're up in a hospital and they're fighting for their life, whether it's major or minor, as far as the injury is concerned, these people are still sticking to the code. Domestic violence. Domestic violence. And, you know, it, it makes it hard for people to detectives to figure out what crime and who should be charged. It, it makes it difficult. And then it but puts it a doesn't bad, help. A blackout on other domestic violence situations. Right. It doesn't help when the, the injured victim stays quiet yeah. against the perpetrator. That doesn't that, We said help. the same thing. We I don't, said the so thing. I don't, but I don't think she's staying quiet because it's really a no-brainer. It's just like she just hasn't confirmed that he was the one who pulled the trigger at this point. Mm-hmm. The only two people in the car was her, her best friend, and Tori. And never. Like, who else is going to shoot her in the feet? Like, it's really not, it's not anything to say, well, I'm joking and saying, who shot Megan? Because it's like, we all know who shot Megan. Tori shot Megan. But for whatever reason, um, I'm sure that'll come to light. I'm sorry. I'm not ride or die. I am not ride or die. I am so sorry. My dog, my dog just scared the crap out of me. And I, I got am. scared. I thought somebody was coming to get me. But, uh, but no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, not telling, but if my lawyers are advising me not to say anything on social media because the blogs and the websites who haven't even really been supporting or talking about it in the first place because she's been so hush hush about it and saying anything, I'm gonna just I don't have to tell y'all what y'all already know. Like, you he was there, he shot me. Okay, y'all know he shot me, he got arrested for it. I didn't get arrested. There you go. So it's kind of open and shut. It's Basically. open and shut. Let us, we're going to go through our, our situation that we got to go through when I'm ready to tell the world my private affairs, even though I'm a public figure, then y'all going to have to just wait. I hate to turn now, this not so funny story into something kind of serious, but just comparing this type of story to all these everyday stories. And Beth, you probably um, are familiar with a lot of these scenarios um, when, it, when it comes to domestic violence. If the female is wrong or if the female turns, then the community turns against them. If, any, if you snitch, then the community turns against you. And it, again, it makes it real difficult for people to, I'm only doing this because we have Beth who represents the police review right. board. <laughs> right, I'm so, sure she's seen her fair yeah. share. And so, I mean, again, celebrity or not, it makes it difficult for authorities, detectives, and lawyers to do their job. So whether she said it or not, something needs, this has been going on way too long. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, the, the way, the are, but right, I'm sorry, but wait, yeah. the cops are investigating it. So it's not a not snitching situation if the cops are doing their job. You, you know what I'm saying? Like they have the information. We just don't have privy information because we're not in the situation. So people, but people listening, to, I get that. But for people listening, and and knowing that there are scenarios closer to home such as this like this what is the message that we need to get out to people if they've ever witnessed or know some a situ- or been in a situation like this that's my God, that's they got to tell the cops you mm-hmm. got to tell them mm-hmm. you know a while ago there was 
an accusation that a police officer had beat up his girlfriend, which is pretty common. I mean, we found a whole lot of the PFAs against city cops. Mm. Um, but that led to an officer-involved domestic violence policy in the city. And in the course of developing that, learned a whole lot about the danger that, that the victims are in immediately after an incident. And then what they have to worry about beyond that, you know, if, if somebody's arrested, like, <clears throat> like here, the guy might be arrested. When he gets out, he's going to be furious. Mm -hmm. And so a PFA can only do so much. It's like, it, it may or may not protect. So if you tell, you, you put yourself in danger. If you don't tell, you remain in danger. Yeah. This is a tough, tough situation for, for our victims of violence. Yeah. Of domestic violence, especially. I just saw today there was a 27-year-old African-American female deputy who, um, I can't remember the town she was from, wasn't here. Um, and, and she had a PFA against her ex-boyfriend. He got pissed off and he comes back and he killed her. Yeah. She was a beautiful young woman, and, and she was a police officer or a deputy or something, you mm -hmm. know, and she's gone, but she did everything right, and mm -hmm. she was cop. You know, she was law enforcement, and still, you know, the batterer won. Mm -hmm. He killed right. her. Right. And though she did everything right. Mm. I know, mm. I know. We, I, I can understand why people don't say anything in that case. I mean, um, I've never been a you know, in a domestic situation. I mean, praise God for that. But mm -hmm. I do sympathize with the women that have been, and I do understand their plight whenever they don't say anything, because that is very difficult. I know of a young lady who did everything right, just like the way you said, and she planned her getaway to the T. And just so happened while she was doing her getaway, someone said to her husband, um, yeah, what are you, you know, just happened to see him and said, oh, you guys are moving out in the middle of the, where are you guys going? I saw some moving in the middle of the night. Oh, yes. And he came home and he got her. And it was it was so sad. It was so sad because she she planned it. She planned everything. And he killed her in front of the kids. Mm. So, you know, when I hear of women going through that, that's why I'm always like, I don't, you know, it's it's so hard and it's it's even more hard and we'll talk about this a little bit later too mm -hmm. when it comes to the police officer especially if the if the perpetrator is a police officer they stick together right yeah it's, it's a, a brotherhood it's a power really thing yeah yeah well remember Cassandra Wade you mm -hmm. remember Cassandra Wade and when she was killed um over on what what street was she on is um Shetland yeah. over on Shetland mm -hmm. and oh. That was years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? She mm -hmm. came back. He came back. Or rather, he came. He was there. She calls for help. Right. The cop rolls up. And then he tells her, tells the cop, everything's okay. They left. It's all right. The cop left. Mm -hmm. We I find Cassandra Wade dead in front of her Christmas tree the next morning. He went over to his apartment in Homewood, SWAT surrounded, and he killed himself. Killed himself. Yep. 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 I remember that. Yeah, and she too. she did everything right too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, whether you go to the police or you don't go to the police, how do we protect ourselves? Like, how are we protected? Mm. Don't deal with nobody. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, don't date. Don't I date. Guess. Just don't just date. Don't date. Don't, don't, date. don't get married. Just. <laughs> 
bitch, just run. Just I join a convent. Just, <laughs> just be like, all right, PA, look up the PA docket. Right. If he got any prior yes. domestic, just, like, that's one thing you really could do is look him up on a PA docket. It's an app. You could, you could do, you could do a background check on. Yeah, background. When I lived in Baltimore, that was big. As soon as you, if a female met somebody, the first thing was like, "Did you do a case search?" Like, what's that? <laughs> no, you got to do a case search. <laughs> My mother. This is before she got married, and we only have a minute left. But this is before she got married. She was dating this guy, and um, I didn't know who this man was. I was living in Baltimore. She's here in Pittsburgh, and. Um, and so she was telling me, I said, what's his first and his last name? And I called my friend and was like, here's his name. Run this, <laughs> this information. Yep. She was like, girl, he just got some bad credit in a couple parking tickets. <laughs> 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 she said, but he's never been in jail. I said, well, praise the Lord, but he got bad credit, so she'll need to be with him anyway. <laughs> hey, that's hilarious. Jokes mm. aside, oh if you are in a, a situation where you your life is, you know, you're fearing your life, you're in a domestic violence situation, uh, contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We are here uh, with our special guest, um, Beth Pittinger. She is the executive director of the Citizens Police Review Board. Let me tell you how many times I had to re rehearse that one without <laughs> stuttering. Garbage. Yeah, and uh, Miss Beth, we're gonna read some fan mail. All right. This is the fun part. This is fun because yeah. our people yeah. that write our write emails are special. So yeah. <laughs> We'll be right back. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast, the Urban Media. To advertise on Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio with 24-7 exposure and online exclusives, email editor at urbanmediatoday.com. Urban Media Today is an online blog magazine specializing in urban lifestyle, finance, entertainment, HBCU sports, and more. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Say what's happening. We say the facts and they lie. We come. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. <laughs> it's the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media today. It is time for fan mail. That's the thing. She didn't took a sip. Now usually we dance when the fan mail. When I say <laughs> yeah, I had to take a sip. <laughs> I know it's too. I know it's it's it's, it's still a new feature. Um, if you have something that you'd like for us to read on the show, please feel free to email us at the Hey Girl Hey podcast at gmail.com. Um, ladies, y'all got the email, right? Did you get the email? LaShawn. Mm -hmm. I, I, I did. I just got it. <laughs> Not I just got it. I love her. And I'm, I'm looking at it like, oh my. <laughs> Let's see what Beth has to say. Here's the first, the first email said. Is, Interesting. Uh, my coworker tried it. Portia, we might relate to this one. I don't know what to do. My coworker who is Hispanic constantly says my ninja but you okay. know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying right right uh my ninja when talking to other co-workers he never says it to me or even when i'm around but i can hear him and every time i'm enraged it's easy to say to report it's easy to say to report him to a supervisor but i can't because i know how hard it is to get a job these days and he's not a bad person well, she said bar person bad person i don't know him personally so would it make sense to say to him if he can stop, ask him if he can stop? 
Um, it doesn't seem to bother anyone else, so maybe it's a problem for me. Why is this acceptable? It sounds silly, but I'm heated. I walk away most times and make sounds as if to let them know it bothers me, but nothing happens. What do I do? I think this is real interesting, this one right here. And the reason why I say it's interesting is because this is a word that's being said on your job. It's not with friends. And although people think since you spend a lot of time with people that you work with, that they are your friends, but you do spend a lot of time with, but that's a, it's a job situation. If you're uncomfortable with this kind of speech on your job, it needs mm -hmm. to be said to somebody. Mm -hmm. You don't need to hear that. If right. you don't, if you don't like this kind of talking outside of your job, you said you tell the person in that situation as well. So this is something that it's not because jobs are hard, so hard to find. If it was that hard to find, that person would feel the same way and not use that kind of language on the job. Mm -hmm. So no, it's, it's not cool. It's not cool, but it's a conversation that needs to be had because obviously this person is using it as a terms of endearment as we of color often do. Mm -hmm. So if, if it's something you feel uncomfortable with, say it. it in this climate, I think everything in this climate deserves a conversation, at least yeah. a conversation because some people really don't understand or they really don't get it. So it has to, there has to be a conversation. Um, Jerry, Portia? I agree. Um, you know, at the, at the workplace, like, no. You know, I mean, you can't control what someone says out their mouth, but it should be like out of a respect thing and out of professionalism, you just shouldn't say it, especially if there's other African-Americans around who may not like that word or like being called it or just in general. Um, and a conversation should definitely be had, like just pull the person to the side and just respectfully just say, Hey, I don't like you, you know, saying that word around like me or like in the workplace, it just makes you feel uncomfortable, you know, and all that other stuff. So I, I agree with what LaShawn said, you know, like it shouldn't be said anyways, but you can't control people say, but in a professional setting, like your work then yeah, I would definitely have a conversation about it. For sure. Whenever you know, we, know, uh, we know about this one. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it doesn't, it, it, yes, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It just it bothers me when other people who are not people of color are around and how uncomfortable it's that. That's, that's when it bothers me. But it doesn't, it does, it, it's cringeworthy at times because it just depends on who it is. Like we've had coworkers, you know, who, really never use that word that's not even in their that's not even in their wordplay at all not even mm -hmm. interested in, in being it and i can see the discomfort on them but at the end of the day when you're working in a predominantly black environment or a predominantly urban environment it's kind of hard to kind of like separate street time from professionalism sometimes mm -hmm. And sometimes they intermingle because I'm very multi-talented with being street and professional in the same sentence. But it's not something that, but it's something I'm aware of whenever I say it. Mm -hmm. And it could just, it is the conversation that could be had if you do feel comfortable, uncomfortable with it because everybody isn't comfortable with them. Like uh, Jerry said, there's a lot of people who are uncomfortable with it. It's, so, I mean, it, it's, it's a conversation. I'm sorry. What do you think, Beth? Or you want to stay out of this one? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I would, I would, I would perhaps, out of courtesy, speak to this person. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So here, here. Oh, go ahead, Beth. Go an ahead. hour later, I would be going to the supervisor and saying, I am uncomfortable. This language should not be permitted in the workspace. And if you don't do mm -hmm. something about it, I'll file a complaint against you. Because you know I what agree. you just, you know what you just did, Beth. What I do? You know you just caring mm -hmm. somebody. <laughs> You know, yeah, I love you. you know I love you, Beth. You know she's that. so sweet. She's so love sweet. her. She don't care. She's just like, well, you listen, don't mess around you know me. Don't I say do? it around me. Don't say it you around me. Let that that can emerge into a terribly hostile workplace. Yeah, we're not happy. Yeah. First of all, it should never be tolerated in the workplace. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, do you yeah. think that maybe, and this is not me being the code cracker. Usually, Lashawn's the code cracker. I'm gonna play code cracker today. <laughs> Um, you think that maybe it's because the coworker who's using the, the derogatory is Hispanic? That the, yeah. the offended party would mm -hmm. be hesitant because of that? Mm -hmm. No, do you think the reason why she's upset is because of the, uh, because the person who was using okay. it is I see Hispanic. what you're saying. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. And if, and if, and if it was an African-American, it would be okay. Right, which is not, right? it's and not I'm okay. Saying it's, it's not all right at all, period. Not at all. Right. Yep. You're out on a smoke break, have at it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Not in the yeah. workplace, no right. way. It doesn't belong okay. there. And, and that's what that I would, no, no. I think it's, that's very unprofessional. And if I there's- realize, Yeah, I didn't realize, I'm sorry, I'm mm -hmm. sorry. If that's something See, that they, they want to do in front of everybody at work, then I would confront them in front of everybody at work as well. So that's yeah. something I do not like and I do not want to hear. Not here where I'm getting where I work, not mm -hmm. my workplace. Right. I don't because you know when you allow people to have that freedom, other people will think they can have that freedom as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is not right. And then you'll start calling every race out of their name. And that's it's right. not cool. Yeah. I was my right. cousin was out at Monroeville the other week and these guys drove past and they said, Hey, N-word, and called her out. Well, they thought they were calling her out. And there were some, there were uh, three white women in, in line with her. And they said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, she said, why are you apologizing for them? Because they weren't talking to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the, the ladies were like, oh. She said, yeah. they said, they called out a, a nigger. That's not mm -hmm. me, honey. Mm -hmm. She said, yeah. so, and they were yeah. like, well, you know She what? made it, she gave it. Right. She gave, she lessened the power. Yeah, she, right. she gave it yeah. back. Yeah. She's like, oh, snap, who are you talking to? Right. right. Oh, that's right. What she, like that's exactly fact, what she did. I like the fact that those that were standing in line apologized. I thought that was, because I would do the same thing. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean yeah. that. Yeah. Because you represent, your, you represent your community. You know what I mean? You do. Right. But hold right. was she the only Was she the only black person in line, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well then, and the ladies, well. you know, the the ladies, they were very <laughs> apologetic. Yeah, well, they were they were very apologetic for the people to I say it. they didn't yeah. say it. But you know, yeah, it, after she had further conversation with some of the ladies in line, and one lady said, "Wow, you're super cool." She said, "I know." She said, "We'll probably be somebody that would hang out together." And she was like, "Yeah." She said, "So that word is they're not talking about me, right? So mm -hmm. I'm not going to retaliate because that's not my name." Exactly. Yeah, right. Like, right. You're right. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But it showed those white women were, were getting sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, other in another situation, we might call it their bias was showing. Mm, but this, right. was, this, this was this was this was you know trying to to, to sue the sue something that they perceived to be unpleasant. 
Right. 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 At least they're uh, It was uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 So here's one. Yeah. We have close to a little, maybe about six minutes. Um, here's another one. Uh, I really like my neighbor. Um, she's an older woman, like older. She might have old ears like us, LaShawn. <laughs> That's what Jerry calls them. Right. Old ears. She says we have old ears. <laughs> um, like somebody's grandma. <laughs> but she's really sexy. I see her from time to time getting her mail in her robe and she smiles at me. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't say anything to her because I feel weird. I'm in my 30s and she's possibly in her late 60s. Okay, this lady looks good. <laughs> uh, I watch her sometimes as she leaves out for whatever uh, and she's so dope. I want to approach her, but I feel weird. I've always liked older women, but she's much older. Nothing freaky, but I love to shoot my shot, but I'm nervous. She'll, I'm, I'm nervous she'll embarrass me, and I couldn't deal with that. Any advice for a brother? Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Hey, Stella got to get her back. Shoot, she probably a widow. Her kids in college. She needs her Kids is out of school with their own families. They be need, them, need somebody to clean one. them gutters out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Miss Parker. Hey, Miss Parker. Miss Parker. Yeah. Why yeah. do you think she comes outside with her house coat on, dude? Miss <laughs> Bass. Any any She's any comments? Beth. Beth is blushing. <laughs> We got a stalker growing here. I that's think. what I thought. I was like, he's really watching her a lot. Yeah, I watched her when she got out the Uber. Wait. I watched her when she was getting her bread at the store. Ben said, wait a minute, and tennis up, lady. Yeah, she, she didn't look at it that way. She put her police cap on, like, wait a minute. Well, You're a stalker. Are you watching that one? What's that address <laughs> so we can... Uh... <laughs> hey, stop. Yeah, that's a so control board. We need board. to tell Miss Parker to be careful. Yeah. Or yeah. tell this guy to shoot yeah. a shot. I think he should shoot a shot. I think probably, she'll probably stun him real quick. All sun. What he's going to learn is there's going is a different approach to her than any other woman that he has he has tried to approach in his young age. He's not going to be like yo yo yo, not to that one. She's mm -hmm. sixty, and he's not so going to be like he's not going to be like I'm selling candy bars, not to that one. <laughs> She's sixty. You're not going to do that one. You're not going to say. What did Cole say? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> he said something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and you know what. <laughs> A yes, ma'am, and um, that will probably work for her. Right. You know? Yeah. That's that's going to work. She's going to buy I you some new say, sweaters. What was the <laughs> advice that you would give then, um, um, LaShawn? Like, what would you what would you give? How would you advise them? How would you advise them? Because you made a very I'm gonna take a point sip. just now. Mm -hmm. I would definitely tell him. Because there's a lot of young... Tell him I what. Mean, I could just say, as a woman of a certain age, and I'm not, no, I'm not even near 60, but I am in my 50s. But I, I and I do get I get approached by young guys love yeah. me and I'm like mm -hmm. oh hey how you doing and I mean guys that I could have birthed you know and then old right. guys like <laughs> really like old guys like my friends dads like mm -hmm. love me mm -hmm. the guys well, my okay. age are like always like uh, you know mm -hmm. I think they're a little afraid because I could be a little intimidated I don't know mm -hmm. but anyway. I would tell mm -hmm. this young man to approach her. It's not that uh, an older woman doesn't like a younger man. We do. They're flattered by it. It's, it's, yeah. it's flattery. And everybody likes that. Everybody mm -hmm. likes to feel mm -hmm. like, oh, wow, you know, he looked at me. 
we all need that. It's, you know, that little gratification, yeah. you know, like, and, you know, yeah. she's not coming outside with her, with her little gown on, mm-hmm. you know, cause she could, she could be just dressed at home, but she's not coming out for just no reason. She knows he's looking at her. She's a seasoned woman. She's had a million and one she look. Know. She know what that look is she about. Know. She, she knows, knows exactly. About- she said, hey, Brian. Hi, Brian. Yes. You know what? She's she's probably been. She's I'm gonna make you some lunch, him. Brian. <laughs> he's been watching her. She's been watching him since watching he was him. a little kid. Oh, Brian, you need to eat more vegetables. What's we need you? We made, I, mean, I made some vegetables. Would you like some broccoli, Brian? Yeah. I bet you that young man hasn't had a full meal with a meat, a starch, and a vegetable in so long. <laughs> I bet you. Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Brian. He hasn't had a Sunday dinner so long. Sunday you know, he's dinner. a Friday pizza Xbox dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? This woman cooks. cooks. You better go ahead and get with a real It'll woman. It'll be his first time he ever had porridge. You better get you some of that porridge. No. Don't you say that. She's 60. She probably rides a bike and do it. Well, 60 is not old at all. 60 I mean, is my not friends old. Are that. Is not not old. today. Not today. Ride, we ride bikes. We, we play tennis. We do everything. I mean, I'm not 60. I'm, I'm, I'll be I was about to be like, what no. you saying, sis? But my friends, I, my friends are, uh, some of my friends are a little older and mm-hmm. I used to hard sometimes to keep up with them. I and mean, we do, you guys talk about I'm busy. We do a whole lot more than some of you guys. We, we're out there. But y'all be active. Very active. She does this. Very. That's when you know. She know. It's on the Mm -mm. pocket. I can't. I can't. (laughs) So if he if he's gonna step to this woman, he better have his stuff together. He better better. get it together. Iron your clothes. Brush your teeth. Clean behind your ears. Yes. Make sure you have them clean underwear before you step to me, Brian. Now, I love the chatter chick. Her face was so she was so serious. That was great advice right there. I was I'm, wa- I'm watching Beth the whole time, just laughing in the back. She's just like, <laughs> oh, Mrs. Robinson <laughs> comes to mind. Exactly. <laughs> Mrs. Exactly. Robinson, Mrs. are you Robinson. trying to seduce me? <laughs> She's like, yes. Mrs. Robinson, that is. Wasn't yep. that Dustin that Hoffman hilarious. or something? Miss Robinson, need her. Was that the graduate? Yeah. Her yeah. graduate. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. Uh, we, okay, so we got to stop. Again, if you have any emails, why don't you send them to uh, the Hey Girl Hey Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to take a short break. Uh, our Hey Girl Spotlight is our guest, Ms. Beth Pittinger, who is the Executive Director of the Citizens Police Review Board of Pittsburgh. Um, just recently, the City of Pittsburgh Council approved police overhaul measures. So we're going to break those measures down and get a better understanding. Also, ask some questions as to who does the responsibility rely on when it comes to police activity or inactivity or any type of uh, measures. Is it community? Is it like we're going to ask ask some questions and hopefully Beth can answer them. So uh, it is the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Open Media today. This segment brought to you by Parity Health Information and Technology, LLC, a woman and minority-owned small business founded by Iris P. Fry to assist and guide its partners with transforming healthcare and exploiting appropriate technology to educate, motivate, measure, manage, and report a business impact on the underserved, at-risk, and minority populations. Located in Madison, Alabama, Parity Health Information and Technology, LLC, is passionate about providing 
the right resources to their partners to achieve the highest success. For more information, log on to ParityHIT.com or call 256-459-6021. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Hey girl, hey podcast on Urban Media today. We Portia's have special, so loud. special guest Portia Fox. <laughs> Portia Fox in the building. Appreciate you for joining us, Sugar. Hello. Hey, Sugar. Thanks for having me. And my new friend Beth Pittinger, Executive Director of the Citizens Police Review Board of Pittsburgh. So here's the thing: I always have a top five of friends that you need to have in your pocketbook. You need to have a mechanic. You need to know somebody in the news like a weatherman or a news reporter, you need to have that person. A hairstylist is the person or makeup artist. What else? A, a lawyer. A lawyer's good. A lawyer's good. And then you need to have somebody involved with the police. Either they are police or somebody involved with the police. So I, I got my top five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, thank you, Miss Beth, for being here. I appreciate you. I got two. <laughs> Me and friends. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. That's all I need. Shut up out of Hyundai. Come on now. Ah, call him. Call him. <laughs> Beth, thank you for being on the show. Sorry we've been cutting up. This is what we do every week. This is awesome. This oh. is just such a nice visit. <laughs> it's just just delightful. I'm so glad you asked me to join you. I'm it, glad you said yes. You and this is just so delightful. I mean, <laughs> well, the last you. few weeks has been they have been, it's like this police reform storm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing but everybody wanting to do something to reform the police and then mm-hmm. and then more people doing stuff to try to reform the police. Mm-hmm. Right. And one thing that is noticeable to me, I haven't heard the police involved in trying to reform the police yet. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, we have right. this whole mm-hmm. thing like, you know, nothing about me without me. And that's something that's kind of nagged at me as right. we're having all these discussions, like, well, like maybe we ought to be hearing from them too, but right. we will eventually. I know we will at the board, um, mm. but there were some pretty cool things that happened. Uh, the biggest thing impacting the board, of course, is that there was a referendum proposal adopted by council. Mm-hmm. So on November 3rd, we have got to get everybody out to vote in favor to say yes mm-hmm. to the referendum question on expanding the board's powers. Okay. okay. What that's going to do is it, you know, the, the home rule charter is like our local constitution. So what we put in there is expressing our values as a community. This is how we want to live. This is what's important to us. Right. And right. so if you're going to do anything here, this is, you've got to abide this or all of our rules have to be consistent. Right. So, in the Home Rule Charter, the board was created back in 97. Since then, there's been a lot of um, a lot of change. There's been a lot of, you know, we've, we've taken the city to court several times. But there is now this proposal that requires all complaints about police misconduct to come to the board. Mm-hmm. So it means, like, the Human Relations Commission and, and the board, we have to establish a protocol to be sure that if a complaint comes to the Human Relations Commission or comes to us, we exchange it if there is reason to believe there's a civil rights violation in that complaint. That's a good thing. 
um, because our civil rights laws are enforced by the Human Relations Commission, which is also the other independent board in the city of Pittsburgh. So we independents have to stick together because we're all we got and we're not part of the city, the whole city thing. But that's it. There's also a requirement in this proposal that we conduct with the city controller a performance audit of the Bureau of Police as, as appropriate, as, as agreed between the board and the controller. Um, it requires full participation of the Department of Public Safety, the Bureau of Police, and the Office of Municipal Investigations, which is the equivalent of the internal affairs. Like they conduct the inside investigations for the mm -hmm. police department of police misconduct. But that they have to comply, um, participate fully in our investigations. And if an officer fails to fully participate, that will be just cause for discharge. That's important to have in there. Because mm -hmm. there's right. no room with this stuff. You know, this is, this is like right. the top shelf set of rules. Mm -hmm. um, and we also protect the members of the board. We have seven board members and they serve four-year terms each. So about 10 years ago, we had a little problem with the uh, mayor at the time, a young Mr. Luke Ravenstall. I remember him. We, had, we were in court in front of the judge, come out of court, and the reporters are asking us, well, how do you react to the news that Mayor Ravenstahl has removed five of your seven board members? We said, wait a minute, that's retaliatory. That's crazy. He just wiped out five of our seven board members. What are we supposed to do now? Well, they had a plan. They were gonna replace with their own people. We said, hold mm. up, you can't do that. So we spent the summer rewriting the city code so that we would, if, a, if an, a member of the board's term was up, they're sworn to stay until their successor's appointed. So we protected mm -hmm. them by saying, if you weren't reappointed or nobody else was appointed within 30 days of your term expiring, you're automatically re-upped for a four-year term as though newly appointed. Mm -hmm. So we protected them in that regard after the political whimsy that wiped us out. Wow. In this charter proposal, we have imposed a requirement for that the mayor cannot just remove at will a board member. There has to be cause, and then that has to be, city council has to concur with that cause. Right. So now they're protected. Otherwise, they, could, they still could just be removed because that's what it says the mayor can do. Now it won't, if this measure passes in November. Mm. So that's critically, critically important. We need, we need to get the people out. I'm God willing they will be out anyway because it is a presidential election. Mm -hmm. so make sure that city voters, um, you know, approve that question for the review board. Mm -hmm. uh, just a, it'll be certified by August 3rd or 4th or somewhere around in there. After that, there will be a summary mailed to all the registered electors in the city of Pittsburgh explaining what this means. So watch out, look for that. We can come back and talk about it another time. I, you know, I would love to. Of course. The other changes that uh, were adopted on Tuesday include a banning of the chokehold, which was already in the city Bureau of Police policies. They were not allowed, they've not been allowed to use a chokehold for a very long time. They also put in the city code um, a duty to so if a cop sees another cop using excessive force or doing something else, that's against policy.
that the other, that the officer have to intervene and, and stop that. Mm -hmm. That too was already in Pittsburgh orders and police policies, but this puts it in as a city the law. City. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big, yeah, big difference from having a in-house rule and having a law. Okay. Um, it also um, it is going to fund a Stop the Violence Fund. Um, initially, it'll be funded with $250,000. And in 2021, it should be 5% of the Bureau. And by 2026, it'll be the equivalent of 10% of the police budget. And that okay. is supposed to go towards um, social supports, you know, human service supports. The theory that if we can fix this on the front end, if we can create conditions that are more um, more conducive to personal, um, you know, comfort and, and safety and, and wellness, then the need for cops to be coming into the neighborhood and, and stirring stuff up or having to come in to intervene in situations will be lessened. We'll see. Right. But that's right. the goal. We have a lot of we have a lot of needs, you know, like Allegheny County um, Human Services is responsible for providing services to everybody in the county, right? That includes us in the city. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a great, it, it looks a little bit like there may be some replication here in the city trying to replicate what already exists. I'm not, nobody knows how that's all going to shake out, mm -hmm. but there is talk about, you know, having the social services or social workers supporting police, having police social work specialties. Our board mm -hmm. chair is working on a curriculum to do just that over at Pitt. Um, the, the Bureau of Police did have a social worker on staff. They started to develop that kind of support um, because these cops get called to things to solve problems that they are not competent. They're right. not, not capable of solving, particularly right. around behavioral health. So mm -hmm. something about that. Um, and, and that's, Part of what this fund is going to, it, it promises to do. We'll see. It's, it's not fully developed by any means. It was just approved. Um, but some of the, um, the support services people need in the neighborhoods, um, affordable housing is another area. Um, we all know what the president said yesterday about affordable housing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mute him. I don't know. Do you see that, LaShawn? Did you see what yeah. he said? I did not. I what did. did he say? He, oh, he said something. Okay, I remember. Go ahead. It was on Twitter. Go ahead. Yeah, about the suburban life. That the crime will not be coming to the to people in the in the suburbs. Oh, he oh he said a whole bunch yesterday. I yeah. think I can watch it. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So and he tweeted. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But the suburban life, he spoke yeah, about Yeah, the suburban life won't be, you, know, you can live your suburban life dream because those yep. people won't be coming. Be coming to you. Right? So those, those kinds of non-police related supports to be mm. funded with the hope that that will, that will disrupt the reason for the police involvement to, you know, to such a degree in many of our neighborhoods. It's not mm -hmm. defunding the police. It's reordering our public safety priorities. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, we still need police. I mean, we have a lot of evil out in the world. And can you imagine living without police? But there's right. a difference between policing groups of people and enforcing the law. So we have right. to change the way we think about what, that, what they do. Mm -hmm. and, and 
start to, to recognize there's a need, but there are many other needs that we ask them to fix that they're just not capable of doing. So we need to supplant all of that and, and, and get a cadre of people out in the neighborhoods that, that can help people solve daily problems, get the supports in there that they need, make sure the kids are okay, make sure mm -hmm. hunger and homelessness is taken care of, you know? All of those, 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 those natural, the things that used to be part of the safety net that got torn up, you know? Beth, you and I were talking off mic about this, the idea of them cutting the police budget. That's what was mentioned on this, uh, the, the, the approved overhaul measure. Right. Um, I don't think that it, I disagree with that because I don't think that it helps the solution. I think it worsens the problem. I think it makes the problem a lot worse. But there are people who want to be a part of the solution, as I've said before in conversation. They want to be a part of the solution. And if they want to join the police force, they can't. And so that leaves eager people who want to be a part of change out, but those who don't want to accept change in and taking advantage. So what can the community do? Because if that's if that part is grouped into that approved measure, what can the community do to if they oppose of that? Part. Yeah, well, you know, it's it, it the hiring freeze that was requested. That's gonna they're gonna keep going back and looking at that because that was not a real popular. Well, if it passed, I think it was six to three. Yeah. Yes. So there are three yeah. council members that are really concerned about that part too. We also mm -hmm. have a, a whole bunch of cops that are gonna and be they they're ready to retire. So how that's all going to work out, I don't know. I share your concern. Um, I think it's important that people let council, city council know. Um, at the board, if mm. people have concerns, you can let us know. Okay. Um, you know, there's this, this other, this task force on police reform that the mayor appointed. Um, I'm not quite sure what they're doing. Um, uh, I know that we are scheduled on Monday, August 10th to meet with them and share some of the work we've done over the last 23 years because we've uh -huh. done a whole lot of it. Um, one of the major issues I've heard them talking about, and it comes to what you're mentioning, is, is the, um, the recruitment, the right. problem recruitment and having the diversity. You know, my brother from another mother, Tim Stevens, <laughs> he and I worked for a long time on that recruitment issue and on some other mm -hmm. things like a special prosecutor so that which the which the governor of Pennsylvania now they they've adopted that so mm -hmm. that that officer involved death or serious bodily injury mm -hmm. there will be a special prosecutor for that kind of an action not the local district attorney because yeah, it was always Stephen Sapala that made all the that's yeah. right and all that was the problem and that's the problem because there's, there's that relationship that the cops and the DA have. have the, yep. mm -hmm. And that's constant. It's a conflict. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, there Always. was one time in the past that the DA actually agreed with us. And that was- It changed his mind. Well, did you, did, you, did you remember the Jerry Jackson case in the Armstrong Tunnel back in 1995? Oh April 5th, 1995. Jerry Jackson was shot dead in the Armstrong Tunnel. And it was, it was a housing authority officer that initiated the whole mess and ended up killing Mr. Jackson. Well, there were cover-ups involved in that case. They wow. were extreme. There were multiple cover-ups, people responsible for it. After a, 
several years and in, in an alliance with a couple of cops, of all people. We, we made a good team, though. And we wanted a new investigation because of the new evidence. Mm-hmm. But the cops that were in the tunnel that night were then working for the district attorney. We said, well, no, you can't investigate themselves. That was the only time that um, Zappala agreed with us. And he wrote to exercise the Commonwealth Attorneys Act that says, you can ask the state attorney general to come in when your office is conflicted. And at the time, it was Thomas Corbett, who was the the attorney general, who said, no, I don't agree that there's a conflict of interest. You go right ahead and do it whatever way you want. So that conflict continued. And right. it way to we need to do it a different way. So now today, the special prosecutor would be the one who would be responsible for handling that so that you don't have the conflict between the local cops on the daily, you know, partnership they have with the DAs and so on. So mm-hmm. that's another big change. And the governor also announced the creation of a law enforcement oversight commission at the state level so that when um, it'll be out of the, um, the, um, the crime, uh, the, I, I, sorry, I don't remember the exact name, but there, it'll be out of, um, out of an office and it would have oversight for all law enforcement under the direction of the governor. So there are a lot of changes that have happened recently that, and then the other thing that's huge is, is the database. Um, there will be a database to um, uh, record officers' work histories. Okay, mm-hmm. they're, if they're, if whatever their disciplinary record may be, or if they didn't have a disciplinary record, but it now will be collected into a database in Pennsylvania for all mm-hmm. cops, and prospective employers will actually have access to that. So you, you, you know, you can't go from here to Scranton. And Scranton will not know your rep- your reputation on the right. job unless you tell right. them. This database will take care of that. So somebody like Michael Rosfeld, who left with a bad University of Pittsburgh, a bad reputation he be there, picked up from another he, precinct. Nobody, no. So East Pittsburgh hired him. But th- if this database was in place, that could have made a difference. Exactly. Yeah. We, we know we know with police that when people get in on the force. It's always because of someone that they know. Oh, jobs, yeah. Yeah. jobs, and and jobs like in downtown. Some of those jobs in the county and all that are people that they know. That's how right. that's how people get in. So that's that's always been the thing. So the police, uh, it's hard for them to police their police themselves because they know that person. They got that person. Their family. And that person, their yeah. family. Mm-hmm. They think right. just like the way they think. And right. in the past, when they had said about. I know, I know, uh, I don't even want to throw out all names, but but there was one person on council that was saying that police should be, um, live in the city of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And that should be an ordinance that they should yeah. live in the city of mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Pay taxes um, in the city. Right, right. Um, and I, I get that to a certain extent, some of it, but if you're not hiring, it doesn't, you can say all this stuff, but if you're not hiring anyone, Right. That that even knows the streets that they're they're guarding. What's the use? Right. What's, what's the use? Well, the courts are the ones that gave them permission, and uh, um, that they could live outside the city. That yeah. was a, that that was an FOP appeal in in their union negotiation, and they I remember they won, that. Right, and so they have to live within twenty five air miles of downtown. 
Right. Mm. Yeah, it's all a circle, and then you can live here, there, or the other thing. And we end up potentially with with the mercenary force. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's. But what they were doing were buying houses in the city and then moving out in the suburbs. You yeah. were just buying property in the city and you still lived in the suburbs. But that's some of the things. But one of the things that you were saying, Beth, and I just wanted to touch on everything. Yes. We were talking about people in council and, and some people being voted. I thought that they were voted in. You said they're appointed. My board members. You're, yeah. My so board members are appointed. They're, they're appointed. appointed. Four of them are from a list submitted by city council to the mayor mm -hmm. who picks mm -hmm. picks a name for a seat and sends it back to council for their mm -hmm. approval and then so they get seated the other two criteria for that and like could i get could i be on the, the yes, council i mean how you live in the city criteria? you gotta you wait know? for me you gotta wait i'm first i'm first <laughs> yeah. you gotta wait for oh, me girls, well, can't and there's only seven seats there's only seven seats you guys would you say would you say there's only seven seats Y'all want to get nothing done. Well, there's only four you here. Yeah, yeah. But y'all want to get any work done. With no work getting done. Oh, I don't know. We got Cagney and Lacey right here. We're having a blast. Listen, Cagney and Lacey for duty. Put them in a patrol car. Put them in a patrol. Put them in a patrol car. Both of them at the same time. I think it's just so interesting that some of the things that, that you were talking about, Luke Ravenstahl, he hasn't been in office no, no, in no, no, years. No. She was just reporting to an old story, no. what he did. But yeah, that, was just, that was just part of the story. Mm -hmm. and, and but what some of the things are still from relevant. his regime, right? No, he's pretty much, his history's pretty much erased. Okay. You, have to give, you have to give Pittsburgh Bureau of Police some credit for Yeah changing their culture their operational mm -hmm. culture in the mm -hmm. last six or seven years it is mm -hmm. not the same police department we had 10 years ago mm -hmm. let alone 20 years ago when it was full of thump and batterers right they, they've wow. changed yeah. their philosophy significantly are the brentwood police that killed johnny gamage well yeah well, that's mm -hmm. brentwood Oh, so you're saying Pittsburgh, oh, you're saying yeah. the Pittsburgh police. Here's my yeah. question. As a yeah. mother, yeah. a young black male, and yeah. you and I have talked about this, Beth, before, I need to know, because you've said a lot, and I understand it. I comprehend it. Not everybody else can comprehend it. <laughs> Last thing, the thing that I want to know is, is my son going to be safe? With oh, all God. these changes, will my son be okay? Will my nieces, will my nephews, will my cousins, will my brother, brothers, will they be okay? Even my, my sisters, will, will, will we be okay? be okay? Will yeah. I be okay? So, you know, are these changes made so, you know, to save face for the police station, for the police, uh, for the police, or are these to help better the community? Oh, and, and also, can I add on to that? Because I also know that the, the police union is a very big force behind any police situation that's going on, no matter mm -hmm. what the council says. Right. I know that the union can come and overpower a lot of things, which is why Breonna Taylor's killers and Elijah McClain's killers are still out here on administrative leave getting a paycheck while they murdered somebody. Well, look what happened when Jordan Miles was assaulted. Right. Yeah. Right? That's local. And, 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 then, and then, and then, and then Leon and I pray every day mm -hmm. for the safety of everybody in this city. And I pray for the safety of the cops too. Right. Mm -hmm. 
I, yeah. I can say, you know, there, did you all see the picture a couple of months or so ago of the young man on sitting on the curb with his sons and his hands up in the air? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. Did you hear the rest of that story? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. We talked about that, I think. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Because it was assumed one thing. Right. And, and the word got terrible. out and it was the wrong thing. And yeah. go ahead. What's the scope? Yeah. We yeah. have five minutes, by the way. Okay. So just he was fearful and and he was frightened because of the, the, the police stop. The cop was mortified because this man had his boys and himself sitting on the curb with their arms, their hands up because they were stopped by a police officer. Mm -hmm. Police officer was beside himself because he didn't tell them to do that. Mm -hmm. The father did. He mm -hmm. told his boys, sit over there, put your hands up. He didn't want them to be hurt. Right. And that cop was beside himself because he had no intention of hurting anybody. He was offering them a ride home. He mm -hmm. didn't know what to do. If it wasn't for body cam video, that could have been one of the most inflammatory incidents ever. Right. And it would have been, right. it would have a been- black eye for the police you know, again. And it would have been false. Yep. You know, it wouldn't have wrong. been true. Yeah. So I do pray every single God's blessed day for all mm -hmm. of us to be safe. Yeah. And when I talk to these cops and I talk to the people that are training the cops, they have, that is their motivation as well. We have a different crew working with these young officers. You know, there are some that we got to push out of here. We got to get them off the job. Right. But there are, there are many, many more out there for all the right reasons. And, and some of them are young. I mean, where's our, where's our millennial, right? That there's stranger danger because yeah. they're, they're not experienced. They don't know the people they're encountering, mm -hmm. no matter what race or cultural background, they don't know. And, and the person that's being stopped doesn't know this cop, but has a lot of feelings about this cop. And, right. and it's just, it could just be an explosive situation. So miscommunication, no communication at all. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So we said a lot, we covered a lot. And of course we're down to our final three minutes. Um, Beth, thank you so much for sharing this information real quick. Can the community be a part of any of the meetings? How can you Absolutely. know touch with you? Give us all the deets. Okay. Um, we have a phone number mm -hmm. and our, we have a website, cprbpgh.org. Our phone number is 412-765-8023. And our meetings are on Zoom, and we do um, post that link on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And I will send you a copy of that link for the next meeting, too. Okay, cool. Okay? Thank you. Thank and you. any ideas, suggestions, you have my cell phone number. You can share that with the, with our girls here. Okay. <laughs> and, and if you have any thoughts, ideas, comments, suggestions, criticisms share them with me just tell me i need mm -hmm. you to Appreciate tell that. me to keep us going in the right direction mm -hmm. it's not snitching it's helping it's not you know so folks will be like oh, are you snitching no it's not i'm just i'm tired of everything happening and there needs to be some type of change and so if you have someone that's connected to the community and someone that can be a part of that change then take advantage of that not take advantage but you know be a part of the problem be a part of the solution and not the problem so thank you so much beth we appreciate right. you thank you for being there thank, thank you ladies. portia for being a part thank of the show portia. Portia. it was a great time thanks guys I was oh, fun. No problem. Fun. 
So how can we hear past episodes? How can people find us? This is, this is, I'm gonna sit back and let y'all be great. <laughs> you know, I'm always so. great. <laughs> Girl, you know what? I stay great. While so. she's loving herself, go ahead, Jerry. How can we, how can you hear past episodes? <laughs> of the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Live 365, TuneIn, Anchor FM, Podbean, and SoundCloud, and UrbanMediaToday.com. Thank you so much. And awesome. uh, Miss America. And you uh, can find us on Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, and you can call us and you can email us. Thank you for the letters that we received today. Thank you. Email address the Hey Girl Hey Podcast at gmail.com. Wait, I, is that T H E E or is that T H E? It's the just T H E. We I ain't want to be like T H E. T H I ain't want to be like the. I mean, we what are, are the E E. We are the Hey Girl I mean, Hey Podcast because there is a Hey Girl Hey Podcast, but we are the, the Hey Girl Hey, hey Girl Hey Podcast. Okay. The anyway, I did you can see us on YouTube too. Because the YouTube because millennials is going to type in T H E E V You guys are the worst spellers ever. Well, no, I'm actually a pretty profound speller, but I'm just saying. Oh my god, Megan the Stallion is Megan the Stallion, but it's T H E E, but it's Megan the Stallion. You have to spell it out. Got you it. Yeah. She got like V, thou, like King James English. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, bless okay. your heart. I can't. Ooh, I'm your radio chick, Kiki room, Brown. Jesus. I'm your and radio chick, Kiki Brown. <laughs> and I am the chatter chick, LaShawn Tipton. And I'm your millennial, Jerry Tipton. Did we give Miss Beth a, a, a name? A chick name? No. The citizen uh, chick. I like it. I like, silver, I like silver fox chick. Silver, silver fox. fox chick? How oh, you like that? And she, did, and, she did, and she did a hair flip. And she did the hair flip, right. Yeah. I right. That's what the white girls do, right? Right. That's what my staff told me. They said, you're doing what you, that's a white girl problem. That's a white girl problem. All right. <laughs> I, I get it sometimes, no, too. Not. I was going to say, it, Sean, you, I, you got me. Thank you for watching. Uh, Urban Media Today Talk Sports is next. It's the Hager Head Podcast of Urban Media Today. You're listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip-hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.